When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. All right, back on the show. Thank you for joining us. And with us now, University of Miami women's basketball coach Katie Meyer coming off a huge road win against Clemson and a couple of big games coming up at home, finishing up the regular season against Pittsburgh and Georgia Tech as we come down the home stretch off a 56-50 win over Clemson. I know you you just love this time of the season. Uh, everything actually, I, I know you love all parts of it, but we're this is the the time of the year where you are grinding through everything and uh, every possession, every film study, everything matters so much. There's just every nerve is on alert, and you love this time of the year, right? Oh, I absolutely do. It's uh, you know my staff. It helps to have a great staff. I mean, they've been just incredible and. Um, helping me with the analytics and what plays the call and lineups and, you know, every factor, you know, you're, you feel responsible for everything this time of year. And so we want to make sure if, uh, if it's on us that we're going to come through. Uh, let's go back to the game against Clemson. Another big one for Jasmine Roberts. You sweep the series with Clemson, but that's not an easy place to win and uh, not an easy place to win at Clemson, South Carolina. No, it's not. And we say, you know, in ACC road wins, they, they count triple. I mean, they're just huge. And we've gotten a few of them this year that have been really memorable and meaningful. But this one, our backs are against the wall. We we were down some players in the game and had some weird things happen. And um, just everybody just stepped up and fought. And, and um, I loved how we closed out the game. I thought we were very poised, very confident. And, you know, Jasmine Roberts was just incredible. <laughs> well, that's uh... – some players just have that unique way, right, when games matter the most or the big game arrives, the big moment arrives, they just say, uh, it's my time. <laughs> it was funny. I wish you could have been in our huddles because Clemson was playing a zone and they, they matched up at certain points. And, um, you know, I, I, we were figuring out as a staff, but trying to communicate it to the team and trying to figure out, like, how we could get Jazz free. And so, you know, you're, you're making up plays. I mean, you're making up, like, wrinkles in your play, and, and the players are staring at you like, what do you mean? I'm like, just trust me. Just <laughs> this play, add a new wrinkle to it. Um, and Jazz was like, I don't understand. And I said, Jazz, of all people, you need to understand because it's for you. <laughs> like, this is for you to get open. So figure it out. And at one point, I, I uh, left the huddle um, to talk to my staff some more. I gave the clipboard to Julia Williams, and I like, Leah, you draw this out. I, I got to go talk to the staff about – you know, our lineups and stuff. So it was hilarious. It was just all hands on deck, whatever it took. Yeah, well, this that's the time of the year, uh, all hands on deck. 17-10 um, and 10 overall, 7-9 and nine in the ACC. Your net top 50, top 35 strength of schedule. So um, right. you're coming in with, with another great closing argument. 
Yeah, you wouldn't believe we're actually kind of in <laughs> last year, you know, our net wasn't even as high as it is this year. And, and, and it's just hard. I mean, you figure the net, you try to game the net, you schedule the non-conference and um, we have some significant um, power wins. I think, um, you know, our non-conference schedule going 10 and one was huge. And even that loss was just Baylor. And so uh, they've been playing well. So, you know, you never know, but it, it's like, you know, I, I would not have ever imagined that, um, you know, we'd be sitting here worried uh, with a with a top fifty net. Um, but the the best part is, is we can we can make our own statement. I mean, you know, right now um, there's no question. There's at least nine teams from the ACC in the tournament. Probably ten. Um, we got ten in the top sixty-two, uh, and we're sitting at forty-eight. So we're in great shape. We're in great shape. But we have two home games, and we need the crowd. We need an extra push. You know, the legs are. At this time of year, you know, practices are just, you know, you cut them in half. I mean, there's only so much you can do. Um, you know, we got players playing 38, 40 minutes a game, and uh, you got to take care of them, but you got to get your game plan in. So we need the crowd. Uh, the emotion, and, you know, uh, you, you know this about me, the most excited team wins at this time of the year, and we need to be super, super excited on Thursday and Sunday. Uh, Thursday, 6 o'clock, it's uh, Pittsburgh coming in. Um, what challenge do they present to you? Well, the thing about Pittsburgh is they, they have a great defense. They change their defenses a lot. They're tough. Uh, they have a really special player in Leia King, and, and she's, you know, had to double. She had, they scored, I think, 53 points against Syracuse, and they had Syracuse on the ropes at Syracuse, and she had 29 of their 53. So um, just an incredibly special player that presents a lot of problems, a real matchup problem for us. So, um, you know, they're a hungry team, which has so much – I have so much respect for them. Um, they had a tough schedule. They have a new coach, but they're hungry right now. Like when Virginia was hungry when we played at Virginia, and we just need to be hungrier. I mean, we need to know what's on the line, and our veterans need to step up. And then Sundays, uh, always your uh, favorite day of the year. I say that you know, um, <laughs> if this is senior day, and I know it's always emotional for you. <laughs> <laughs> it's always so emotional, you know. Yeah. I, you know, I made a promise to myself a long time ago that every year you dedicate the year to your seniors. I mean, it's, 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 you know, when you're, when you want to get, you know, a little bit more sleep and you say, you know what, I'm going to stay up for Jada. I'm going to do this for Jada. Like this is her last go around or, um, and I, I think, um, and then we have Sophia who actually underwent, uh, knee surgery today, unfortunately as a walk on and, um, is going to be there in crutches on senior night. So yeah, it's going, I'm going to be very emotional. Um, just, just for them and also for the journey that they've, you know, that I, they've, I've been blessed to be a part of. It's really personal when somebody chooses you, you know, they choose to spend their college time, whether it's a year, whether it's two years, whatever with you. Uh, it's very personal in recruiting. It's very personal with their families. And so I just, I feel very honored um, when I can, you know, let them know how much they're appreciated. But isn't that what makes you stand out, right? You're the fact that, um, you connect with with your players not only uh, yesterday and today, but also tomorrow and next year and the year after that. Well, I do. I think it's you know, leaders choose different paths, and I choose to be very vulnerable. I choose to let them know when my feelings are hurt. I choose to let them know when I'm disappointed in them. I let, choose to let them know when I love them. I don't hold anything back, and you know, come what may, you know, I'd rather just have an authentic relationship with my players and and always you know tell them what I think my version of the truth and, but just let them know that they're loved, they're safe and that I have the utmost respect for them and what they're going through. So, um, you know, that's, it, it's hard these days. It's really hard, but you know, I just have so much love and respect for 
the people who are willing to just fight through the journey and, and, you know, always dare to be, you know, better the next day than they were yesterday. Like it's a big deal right now in, in our culture. And I, I just love to be somebody who just reminds them that they're, they're better, you know, they can be better than what they are and just keep pushing. Yeah. Um, because uh, I think sometimes what gets lost in all this is uh, uh, yes, obviously uh, everybody's all in to win. And in order to win, the players have to, to play at a certain level and but uh, it's the coaches that are helping the players get to that level, right? I mean, sometimes maybe right. players well, don't I always think... understand that, but that's that's what a coach is trying to do. It's like yeah. that old line in the movie: "Let me help you." Yeah, hey, I'm on your side, right? Like right. we are not, we are not on two different sides of the equation. But that's what I think is funny because you do have to coach where they are too. Like I don't think. I don't think you can get away with anymore saying, well, I'm the coach because I said so. You know, you do have to explain. They have to know that you care about them. They have to know why. You know, when I get really intense and mad, I don't want them to think, oh, coach is just in a bad mood. I'm going to show them why. You know what? I'm really disappointed. I expect a heck of a lot more from you than this effort. Like, this is not ACC elite level effort. Um, Trust my experience. You know, it doesn't mean I don't like you. It doesn't mean I'm trying to rip your confidence from you, but you know, I'm going to set the standard and, and there's going to be, there's, there's no ceiling on this program, but there's definitely a floor and we're not going below a certain level ever. Like that is just not Miami basketball. And I will hold that standard and I will, you know, like I said, I'll take whatever hit that takes because I just have a lot of pride in what we've done. And, and I feel like players these days and, and just young people these days, they need some boundaries. They need someone who says, Hey, this is what I expect, you know, get it done. And, um, usually you get a pretty darn good response when you stay consistent with that. Um, the, the Heat had the, had a big win last night. Uh, they went on the road. I didn't see the game, but you know, you know they beat the, the Kings. I, I do have a point here. And, and then I was going to say, I know you were yeah. watching. So. No, no. We were, I was on an airplane, I think, in the, you know, yeah. uh, licking our wounds. Uh, uh, oh, but I, a heck I, of an effort. Golly, was that was a beautiful play. effort. Chapel Hill, that was such a fun yeah. game. But, Anyway, continue your story. Okay, so my, my point would be this. Um, Spolstra has to play with a bunch of different players, it seems like, all the time. But that seems right. to be the nature of the NBA because of trades and free agency. Therefore, right. a lot of people say in the NBA that um, the plays that they call, the stuff that they're running, the sets that they're running, are pretty much – uh, what everybody runs it's now it's um, so that when new guys come in, they've already run the same thing that they were running in New yeah. York or New Jersey or whatever. Yeah. Do you think you will see more of that in college basketball because of the, the way the transfers are set up now? Well, I do think that you have to have a system that's pretty adaptable. Now everyone's language is different. Um, you know, I know my language is different because we made so much of it, just made it up based on just the action and just using a different term so that we could call it out loud instead of calling something like a flare, we call it something else so that, you know, backdoor cut, we have a code word for that so that we can just yell it out and the other team doesn't know. So I think that, but the action itself for sure. And I think you're seeing, um, you know, the intricate uh, high level motion offenses that take, you know, two or three years to get involved. And I think you're going to see less of that in college. I really do. I think you're going to have to have a more adaptable um, system um, that someone can pick up a little bit sooner. So because it, because you don't have that, might not have them for that long. 
right? Exactly, I mean, exactly. And there's, you know, I mean, unfortunately, there's just not a lot of patience in the world either way. There's not a lot of patience for somebody who's like, I'm willing to sit on the bench. I, I, I actually, I mean, I, I think about Destiny Harden, and I'm, I'll be very honest with you. Destiny transferred in, and she had to sit a year, and that was what made Destiny Harden the player that she became. She needed a year oh, to understand the no. difference between the West Virginia program and the Miami program, and that year she would have wasted. Um, but she took it. She learned. She watched videos. She met with coaches even though she wasn't playing. She pretended like she was she was getting ready for every game mentally and emotionally. And, um, you know, you saw this huge transformation in her game to the point where I was sitting with the West Virginia assistant after we made that Elite Eight round on the road recruiting. And he said, I, I am so proud of Destiny, but I got to give you guys a lot of credit for her development. And I said, listen, it was that year. It was that year she needed it. Like it, and so I think those are the things that that's getting missed a little bit in, in the way everybody's impatient right now in college athletics. I was talking with uh, somebody about uh, Stanford and Cal and SMU coming in to the ACC, and a lot of focus has been on football and not as much basketball. But in particular, in women's basketball, Stanford has quite a program. Right. If, if, the, if they were to have the tournament right now, they probably they are number one seed. So uh, oh, you yeah. already have like yeah. half the half the half the ACC is in in the top twenty five, and now here comes Stanford. Yeah. Uh, that yeah. that's a, a number one seed. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean that was a big day. I think honestly, in the to add, just even the tradition and you know Tara Vanderveer is just you know Olympic coach. I mean just. I mean, twelve hundred with twelve hundred wins. Like it's it's she, when she passed Coach K and then number one wins. I mean, she's just an incredible woman. She's just brilliant, and um, she runs a really classy program. So I didn't think the ACC could get better because uh, I mean, I'm really seriously. Uh, Ten of the fifteen teams have every right to be in this NCAA tournament, and that is just that is just not shop talk. That's for real. And then you add three more teams that, you know, with Stanford being one that could win a national championship year in and year out. So, um, you know, we got better. Then I saw this note. uh, I know you'll smile. It's not your conference, but uh, Big Ten women's basketball tournament sold out first time ever. Yeah. Yeah. And and, and that's, um, you know, the Caitlin Clark effect. But I think there's just I think it's just it's really the heyday in women's basketball. We talked about this last time we were on. Um, I do believe it has name recognition. I really do believe if you were walking down the street and you said name three people in college basketball, um, two of the three names are probably going to be women. And that's a big transformation right now for our sport. But I think it's the marketability. It's the staying longer. It's the fan base is getting a little bit more um, personal with with the connections with the players. And uh, it's just been great. Well, you, you did point out the Caitlin Clark effect, and of course, um, she is at the center of about everything that seems to happen, and there's always a response to a response to whatever she does, And but <laughs> she seems to be built to handle whatever defense is tossed at her or whatever is said about her or not said about her or apologized to be said about her and all the other stuff, but uh, right. it's been interesting to watch well yeah i mean she's just such a competitor but she's you know somewhat stoic 
And I yes. think there's a, you know, where do you go with your emotion when you're at this level? You know, like, where do you go? But um, I think most of her emotion is is tied up in the competitor that she is. I mean, whatever emotional state she needs to be in to be successful, she just goes there. And I think there's a real lesson there, too, because some people think, well, they're just going to play hard and you know, really want to win. And um, sometimes that, you know, isn't the emotion that's necessary at the time. And I think she can really put herself and just transcend the the game. And um, that's an incredibly strong, uh, mentally tough competitor. Yeah, it's almost been um, – uh, how am I going to say this? She is uh, – everything's been great for her and great for the sport. Um, but no matter what she does, she's drawing a comparison. I'm looking at one today where they're talking about her and Pete Maravich and uh, how they should be celebrated. I haven't been able to dive into that, but man alive. She has been forced – she gets more angles tossed at her than almost any athlete out there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, and there's some great coaches. I mean, there are some great coaches that have done everything they can with some great teams that have tried to slow her down. But I mean, when it's a little bit, you got the Steph Curry range, you know, and then you've got, she's comparatively a bigger, taller body. So you think of like Larry Bird and you just start putting like some of the greats that ever played the competitiveness of Jordan. And then, I mean, you just start putting it all together. Like, wow, this is a heck of a package. You know, she's, she's really, really special. Okay. You have Pittsburgh on Thursday night, six o'clock at the Watsco center. And then on Sunday, we've got Georgia tech coming to town uh, for the final. I can't believe it's a final regular season home game. That's where the time go two o'clock on Sunday, six o'clock on Thursday, two enormous games, uh, for the University of my women's basketball team. And last year at this time, it was your time. And you, you had two games at yeah. home. So I uh, hope a lot of people come out there and see this, uh, see you play. Heck, yeah. I mean, when you got up in August and you were getting up at 6 in the morning and you were doing, you know, running on the track and on the field and do on your shoes and everything else, you were hoping to have a chance to be playing yourself into the tournament or, or protecting a bid that I think we currently have. I mean, that's – where we're at like there's 350 teams that want to be in the position we're in so i just want the community to get excited and come out and support us and and give our girls an extra boost because it is that time of year where you know fatigue makes a coward of us all and if if you if you let if you give into the fatigue you start losing your courage and boy we need to be courageous and brave and we need to go for it these next two games yeah two things one we saw how the success of the team last year united our community. So we hope that the community will come out and support the final uh, two games. And then uh, the, the my last thing for you would be, it's funny because you said all this stuff, you know, you start in July and August, and no matter how many times you, you probably tell your team, hey, you only get 30 of these or 32 or 33, whatever the number is. Um, right. It's, it originally starts off as, oh, that's a marathon. That's a lot, 30, 33, whatever. Yeah. And all of a sudden you're down in the final two. It's like, ah, oh, damn, where'd they all go? Exactly. Exactly. Right. And I mean, I think that the great thing about basketball versus like, I think college football is that the model is even if you're not having a great season and we are having another great season, but even if you're not, there's always a motivated team. I think that's the thing about if you're coaching a team at the bottom of the conference right now, you say, Hey, we get on a little run here, get in the AC tournament. We win the tournament. So in basketball, there's still always a fired up team. Nobody feels like their season is done. So it's a big threat. 
if you're one of those traditional teams that's NCAA bid, 20 win seasons, expecting that you run into somebody who doesn't have that record. But right now, everyone is fired up. Everyone realizes that all they got to do is a mini sprint right now, and they can have a memory that lasts a lifetime. So you can't get complacent. All right. Well, we'll see. That magic carpet, you never know when it knocks on the door. Ah. It's it's out there swirling somewhere. Let's do it. Yep. Yep. It's out there swirling. It's uh, looking for someone to raise their hand. Uh, Thanks for being with us. I'll see you on Thursday. Okay, Joe. Thanks. Bye-bye. Okay, thank you. All right, that, that's University of Miami head coach Katie Meyer joining us on the show. When we come back, we'll uh, go into hour number two, and J.D. Ardiaga will be the leadoff hitter of hour number two. So don't go away. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.